Have you ever really thought, do your connections have meaning? Do you ever ask yourself, what is my purpose in this world? Many of us find it challenging to connect, let alone connect with a purpose. The definition in the dictionary says that a connection is a relationship in which a person, thing, or idea is linked or associated with something else. They say purpose is the reason for something is done or created for which something exists. I don't know. I think we're going to dig deep into not just textbook definitions today. We're going to dig deep into what drives you. And on our show today, we're going to talk to men and women who have a purpose through connections. Today on the Connections with Purpose podcast. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on another great podcast called Connections with Purpose. I am your host, Christopher Valona, President and CEO of CSG Inc., the only consulting firm you need today and in the future. Today's guest, RJ Orr, one of the founders of a great little company out of Arizona called Blue Media. RJ, thank you for joining us today. How are you? Thank you, Chris. Very good. It's great. I know you're very busy uh, in these times. Uh, we are broadcasting during one of the most uh, incredible time periods of uh, many lifetimes. We are in a complete uh, nationwide lockdown, and uh, which has enabled a lot of uh, us to have a lot of free time. <laughs> and during this time, we're going to reach out to people like RJ. But today, RJ, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're here? Uh, sure. Uh, so, RJ Orr, I am uh, one of the executive vice presidents and a partner in Blue Media. Uh, Blue Media was founded in 1997. Um, myself and some others, still relatively in college, fresh out of college, started this company. But um, actually, its initial business plan was to do consulting and merchandising for charity golf tournaments and uh, kind of evolved that business really just more over necessity and network expanded into other items. So now um, what was known as the golf tournament group is now blue media. So we do large format, digital printing, custom fabrication uh, and experiential marketing activations for some of the biggest, you know, brands and uh, leagues and events in the world. So uh, probably most notably what we are, um, what people associated with us with is uh, the company that executes all of the graphic uh, executions for the Super Bowl. Uh, this past one in Miami was our sixth Super Bowl. Uh, we're working on Super Bowl 55 in Tampa uh, coming up uh, next year. So we do all the graphic production. So anything that you see inside and outside the stadium, the airport, the team hotels, practice facilities, executions around the city, whole host of other things. So that's one of the things we're best known for. Uh, do a lot of other activations in different verticals from fleet graphics to college athletic revitalizations and down the line. So we've been fortunate enough to kind of be in some really cool um, situations, a lot of cool events that we worked on. Uh, so it's definitely an interesting time for us as every single large sporting event and even smaller, smaller event 
and the world has been canceled for that's, the time that's being. uh that's quite a mouthful rj my god so what i hear is that the nfl is your client the nfl is our client yes. that's amazing that's amazing and uh, yeah it's you alluded to that as i did earlier today that everything's kind of on hold worldwide yeah. and it uh uh, I imagine that uh, it's challenging for executives like you to, you know, even get out there to look at properties for the next big games or even actually start of the season. I would imagine that the season's uh, teetering on the brink of like postponement, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's been tough for you to get creative. I mean, thank God for Google Maps and Google Street View and Google Pro. You can, <laughs> you know, inside and inside a lot of these places, you know, in front of it. Uh, so we've done a lot of, we've continued on. I mean, you know, we were supposed to be in Tampa uh, last week and uh, for our first set of surveys and production meetings with other NFL contractors. Obviously, that was uh, canceled. But we kind of went on business as usual. Our team kind of just jumped on Zoom and, um, you know, had a lot of canned pictures from the Internet already pulled together that we reviewed and then reviewed stuff on uh, Google Street View and was able or at least able to get to the beginnings of each of the environments that we're going to execute the core package on and discuss what uh, what we'd like to do. I mean, it's pretty interesting what you can do with technology. I mean, yeah, we're not in front of a lot of things, but. Um, so you're saying, so you're saying that, that, that you're, you're meeting with team owners and, uh, buildings via virtual reality. Yeah, I mean, not team owners, but I mean, we're reading with just our team, you know, the team that's working on the NFL, uh, Super Bowl decor package, right. uh, which so, is our team at blue media, as well as the design team from GMR marketing. So we're just all meeting virtually going through everything, going through the buildings, going through it's incredible. hotels, going through everything. And, and laying a lot of the foundation so yeah we're not there in tampa but when we do get to when we do get there it won't be the first time we've ever seen anything or even discussed internally what we would like to do wow talk about raising the bar uh, a lot of uh, real estate professionals are doing the exact same thing where they're actually just taking their phone and they're just going in and and recording this with either facetime or zoom and like letting the buyer understand that this is what you get right now yeah so. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it's a, interesting to see how quickly people adapt to the change in things. I mean, you're literally, it was a month ago, not even a month ago, it was really, because we were working on Final Four um, yeah. in yeah. Atlanta. I was three weeks into uh, blocking out the, the stadium for Final Four and uh, when everything got canceled, that was on the 16th of March, so we're not even one month into this thing and you're seeing things evolve and people learning new ways to work. Obviously zoom is the new hot thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, buy some, better buy some stock of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, in some ways I've actually found my, my day to be more efficient working from home and working through zoom. I can go from one meeting to another and in less than a second, which has mm -hmm. been great. So I think that's been good. I do feel like a lot of these meetings have become a lot more efficient than they were before. Uh, yeah. the sitting in a room with everybody. The one thing I've noticed the most is that people are more conscious of talking over other people in a meeting. It's difficult to kind of break in. I think when you're on zoom, as opposed to being in a conference room with everybody. So I've noticed that things don't run down rabbit holes or go off on tangents as much. So a lot of my meetings have been a lot more efficient. Now, <laughs> well, the one thing is, is that the day's gotten a little bit longer because 
I got my computer set up at home. I'm in front of it a lot. Everybody else is too. So you get a lot of emails, you get a lot of phone calls. I mean, it's cool, uh, but it hasn't been all bad. And I do believe that coming out of this whole COVID-19 apocalypse that we're in right now mm. that people are going to change it, it'll change the way that people interact oh 100 percent. there's gonna well, be I think there, there, you'll yeah. start to see where a lot of people were like oh i need to fly there in order to have that meeting that yeah. people are now so used to uh yeah. the virtual uh teleconference that that'll be more the norm which is great i mean i'm, I'm down with it. yeah you'll see a lot of these big companies cut way back and probably leave the brick and mortar space and trade this platform because they've realized that it does work. Hugs out front. And then, uh, sorry, my brother's out front. Well, Oh, what's he want? Oh, always a blast to have interviews. Go tell him to come inside. The family talking shit. I love it. Bring tug in. Yeah. Let's bring in. Let's bring in the tugster. (laughs) Tug. Yeah, I, I I can see a big change in the format coming. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. It'll probably save, you know, a, a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of overhead. And you'll see that the people that complained about it. Right now. So, I mean, I can't. So he either has to come inside or not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> These two brothers, nothing changes over the course of 40 in? years. He's Are not you coming. going to let the dog outside? We'll just, we're going to listen to RJ unravel. It takes very little when it's his brother. Watch this shit. No, yeah, that's true. I'll fake fight for you. No, I mean, it's that's <laughs> the other thing too. Everybody's definitely more tolerant about their kids and dogs and wives. And yeah. Why the fuck is Tug coming in? Tug, he better well, have a mask. He's going to my friend Harlan's house. who lives in my neighborhood to pick up his lawn. Oh shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, there you are. Hey, I'm on a podcast right now. I'm getting interviewed. So Jesus Christ. Yeah, but it's just Valona. So can you Oh yeah, thanks. It's just Valona. Thank you. I appreciate that. Jesus Christ. It's just V. Yeah. Yeah, they are. What's up, Boo Bear? Oh my God. Okay. I mean, he said his mom's getting better. Hey Boo Bear. (laughs) What's up, dude? Oh, what's up, Tug? What's up, sweet angel? Say hi to Chris. Oh, my God. Hi, sweetie. Oh, my God. She's so big, Tug. Wow. Oh, yeah. This thing's money right here. I got to get a whole new desk. Oh, my God. Did you get that lawnmower from Harlan yet? Well, I tell you what, this will be a good time to take a break. We'll be right right back after these messages. Today's podcast is sponsored by CSG Incorporated, the only personal consulting company that you'll need. Our passion is designed around helping others. With over 30 years of experience in a number of different industries, CSG can put you on the most efficient path of success. Our consultants will help you level up quickly, specializing in CBD, childhood illness, and addiction recovery areas, just to name a few. Call us today at 818-724-5987 to get your free 15-minute call. At CSG, we don't waste time. We create it. And we're back to the Connections with Purpose podcast. My guest today is RJ Orr, uh, owner, would you say? I'm one of the owners, yeah. Of Blue Media. Um, 
he didn't see that, but it said embrace the suck on his coffee mug. Was that what it said? Yeah. yeah that was <laughs> my embrace the suck. Okay. And then, yeah. Uh, get shit done. Perfect. Well, yeah. what's the one thing that uh, the, the one thing that I wanted to bring up and we're just going to go way back. So RJ and I used to uh, work in the same building long ago, I actually shared an office for a moment uh, under the umbrella of this behemoth company that created uh, out of nothing uh, when we were doing two different things <laughs> in the same building one, we were selling T-shirts, and the other one was making signs. And uh, I remember RJ asking me to come with him to the golf tournament group, and uh, I said no, which I regret every fucking day. Um, and uh, went back to Los Angeles to get married. So that's just a little history for you guys. Um, you know, we've talked about uh, where you're at and what's going on in the world and stuff like that. Um, we all understand that you bring such an amazing uh, production to uh, most Super Bowls and uh, coming up pretty much all the stadiums that are coming on the line for you guys. And we're really, I'm excited to see your growth and stuff like that. And uh, we also have watched you guys pivot um, and helping others and stuff like that. Can you tell us, RJ, you know, looking back at everything that I just said with you. Oh, and another tidbit. We were... <laughs> We were uh, fraternity brothers at uh, Arizona State, Theta Delta Chi, brothers in arms, and um, actually got my my uh, last DUI with RJ. It was awesome. Yeah, RJ got me in trouble. It was not my fault. It was your fault. I don't care if yeah. I was fucking driving or not. He's dancing in the Jeep. We're driving down, you know, Mill Avenue and get hooked up because he's dancing like a little, you know, nighttime slut. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. He got let he got let home and I went to jail. It was great. <laughs> but looking back, RJ, what do you think has brought you this far to, to this point in your life? You know, all this stuff. What? Uh, how do you how do you keep it moving? I mean, what what do you think has gotten you this far? Uh, I mean, really, a lot of it just more kind of out of necessity than anything else. I mean, it wasn't when we started Blue, started golf tournament group it wasn't started with the backing of a huge venture capitalist conglomerate. I mean, even venture capitalism wasn't even a thing then. Right. So, uh, you know, back in 97, if you were to start a business, you went to a bank and tried to get a loan, um, or, you know, you borrowed from your parents. I mean, there wasn't this, I write this huge business plan and I go to, you know, SoftBank and get, $42 billion to <laughs> buy, you know, the top of line Tesla and open my office up in the, in some swanky San Francisco office building. We borrowed 30,000. Well, we, 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 one of our other partners, Lance Davis was the one that invested 30 grand and, and that was a startup capital. And, you know, over the time we had had some friends and family kind of do some investing and, and everything was bootstrapped. So, I mean, you, you're constantly on the hustle. You're constantly on the grind. And, and a lot of what we did and how we evolved the business was that if you wanted to buy it, we would sell it to you. So even if I had never done it before, I would figure out how to do it and deliver 
a world-class customer service experience as a result in a, during the process. So it didn't matter that I didn't know how to sell it or didn't know how to make it. I'd figure that out. But along the way, I'd still guide you through this amazing customer service experience, which is the same thing that we're doing now. I mean, it evolves all of the same way. So the same way that I treated the Boys and Girls Club of Phoenix's golf tournament back in 1998 is the exact same methodology that I take towards putting on the Super Bowl. It's because that golf tournament to the Boys and Girls Club is their Super Bowl. Just like the NFL's Super Bowl is their Super Bowl. It does it's all it's all relative, right? right? So it doesn't matter that yeah, it's that much more small that's smaller. It's you gotta treat it to the customer like it's the same. So at the end of the day, it's all about customer service. You gotta deliver a quality product, yeah, but it's gotta start with a high level of customer service so that when I evolve things and I'm doing something that I've never been done before, like we are now in response to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and things that we've shifted at Blue Media and started to evolve how we're selling things, I'm offering things that, that we've never done before. And, but I'm right. delivering the same level of customer service throughout that whole process. But, but there was not, om this, this was not almost a company. The level of customer service that you're talking about may never have happened. Didn't, didn't this company start on one deal? Like you just rolled the dice back in the day. It was like all in on one deal. I think you were doing car wraps. Was it? Can you tell us about uh, that. I mean, you know, the whole time there's been kind of big rolls of the dice. Sure. I mean, you know, the whole business plan was predicated on one client um, and Jared shifting um, who he was working for lady called by the name of Debbie Rittenhouse and she ran the Scottsdale healthcare golf classic. That was Jared's biggest client from the company he worked for prior to golf sharing group called flagstick guarantee. And, and, and Jared is the business plan around that. And, and basically was, Hey Debbie, if I start this company, will you be my first client? And she said, yeah, she's still a client today. I mean, she comes to all of our open houses and we introduce her as the first client. She's awesome. Her birthday was just the other day. I was talking with her. So um, it's just, it's, it's a testament to, to who we are and, and how we built things. But yeah, and then we shift to Blue Media and Golf Tournament Group evolving and then Vehicle Wrap started to become a thing and we pivoted towards that. And, you know, same thing with even evolving to the Super Bowl and how that whole process came about. And there was a little bit of rolling the dice there too. And now we're rolling the dice on personal protective equipment, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, well, yeah, that, that, yeah, we'll get to that. I. Um, Jared is who when you, when you refer to Jared? Yeah, Jared's uh, my partner. He's the original um, founder of Blue Media. Uh, he's our president and CEO. So this was his whole idea. Um, wow, that's great. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, I remember, <laughs> I remember there's been quite a few things that RJ and I have tried to, to be in business together. And I remember sitting in that hotel room in Vegas when he got that call about uh, possibly putting up or shutting up for the NFL for the Super Bowl that day. And I remember how exhausted you were and how tired you were. Uh, we were launching another company. Um, and uh, you like looked at me and you said, oh shit, here we go. 
and you just had this look of like determination and it's like you know you told me is that you get one chance one time you can't fuck it up so and um if everybody out there has seen the the some of these super bowl um arenas and the downtowns uh, especially in phoenix you know that uh, rj's company blue media does an amazing job and as we as we kind of like get into these uncertain times um you've had to make some some you know changes and a lot of people you know are out of work and and people are shutting the doors and people are scared how is how is blue media pivoting at this point yeah so i mean it's you know it's it's changes on sometimes even an hourly basis as more information is is known but um you know we came out of a really good you know first quarter into this situation so I think it, it lended ourselves to have a little bit of a runway and kind of figuring a few things out. But, um, you know, since Blue Media, one of our verticals that we're heavily invested in has to do with live events from sporting events to concerts, the to golf tournaments, et cetera. You quickly saw a lot of our stuff get postponed or canceled. Um, so we had to pivot. You know, we do have a couple projects and, and bigger things that we're working on that are still still going on because they're not tied to an event. Um, they may be more into a permanent piece of property or a vehicle graphic fleet, et cetera. So those, those types of projects are still going on. Uh, but you got a lot of other things that are just flat out on hold. So we had to go, okay, well, what are some things that we can do? Um, and we wanted to keep some particular areas in our company working, which is our sewing department, great people in there, big, big reason of how we pull off a lot of our larger events. So like, Hey, we can make some face masks. We can make disposable face masks. So we started getting into that really with the, the idea of, Hey, we're going to make some masks, donate a lot of them to local law enforcement, hospice, wow. a couple people on the front lines. That's awesome. Wow. That's keep great. our people kind of working. It kind of, started going off like that and really exploded because uh, I had done a LinkedIn post. One of our local news stations did a story on us. And then all of a sudden I started getting a lot of phone calls and outreach about uh, PPE and, and doing masks. So we've continued to evolve our mask business and creating kind of COVID-19 response items from, you know, for people and businesses that are still open, like banks and grocery stores, sneeze guards and social distancing floor decals and uh, just informational signage that might go in and around a, um, a business just because things have changed and, they, and, and customers need to know how things have changed. And then the mask uh, idea has kind of led me into different networks and uh, expanding what we can do from a personal protection equipment standpoint. So now we are um, launching uh, a catalog here next week that we'll be able to uh, bring in and source the KN95 mask, the N95 mask, uh, disposable gloves, hand sanitizer, laser forehead thermometers, surgical wow. gowns isolation gowns so so it seems like uh, blue media is become becoming um another resource for the u.s government that can't fulfill uh those types of necessary yeah, I mean, frontline equipment yeah i mean it, for us it's it's more really kind of 
aiming our efforts towards the secondary level of people that need personal protection equipment. Um, the hospitals, the government, those front lines, they do have even their own network and pipeline in, but there are a lot of businesses that don't have the ability. You just can't go on Amazon or click on that random email that you got uh, talking about how they can get you face yeah. mapped because a lot of it's a scam and That's you need somebody too. to kind of be that, that, that guide for you through this process because there's a lot of people getting taken advantage of right now because they're in such desperate need of these types of items. So I've done a ton of research over the last month. I've really expanded my network um, and found my way into some great, reliable, FDA-certified, NIOSH-approved mm. sources to get PPE. So I'm aiming a lot of my efforts at that second level. And what do I mean by that? Is, um, businesses that now still need to operate but need to have personal protection equipment. So whether it be uh, you know, dental offices or an HVAC company that's still working and having their guys come in. I mean, I had you know, a friend of mine's company that I know, um, I had something go wrong with my air conditioner and he had a tech come out and the tech had to have his N95 mask, the gloves, the booties, his hand sanitizer, all of the things that they're now required. That's the new normal. So no matter what happens here, you are going to see that people need personal protection equipment because what does, what does it look like when I'm at Starbucks and my barista is handing me my coffee and they sneeze on it? Yeah. Well, that's what happened. That look like now? Yeah. What, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, remake that. You know, so there's, it's, it, the world's changed. So my whole outlook on it is that I want to be that trusted source for people. My whole thing from the very beginning and the whole thing that we started with golf tournament group was let us relieve your headaches. You got enough to worry about. You have your core business that you're doing. If you're a charity, your business of a charity is to raise money for that charity, not worry about or my T sign's gonna be at the golf tournament and out on the course. That's <laughs> nice. my job, that's what I do. Nice. If you're the NFL, you have other things to worry about than the graphic on the side of the stadium. That's my job, that's the headache that I relieve. I, I wanna make it where my clients can sleep at night, I'll stay up, you go to sleep. You know. So now it's same thing in this new world of COVID-19 that there's people that need trusted sources. That's incredible, RJ, that you guys could like pivot and. Um you know, be a source of uh, comfort, I guess. Um, I mean, would you, would, I mean, why, you guys are a multi-million dollar company. Why, why go down this road? I mean, why do you guys do this? Why, why does RJ even think about that shit? Why do you do it, RJ? Uh, well, I mean, a lot, it didn't really come from me. It really came from my wife, Lida. I mean, you know, you, oh had oh. kind of gave me some pre-screener questions and you said, you know, who are some, who are the most influential people in your life? And uh, <laughs> my wife, Lida really is. I mean, it, and she was a big um, catalyst for my pivot to this, to, you know, kind of doing a lot of research in this area because I, yeah, I came home, you know, what it was three weeks ago, when, right when this whole thing started and I had, a bunch of my events and, and things that I work on get canceled. I was pretty down in the dumps and she 
we were sitting out back and she was having a glass of wine. I was smoking a cigar and she's like, you can be, you can remain on the pity pot or you can figure out what the silver lining is, is in this and make the most of it. You know, uh, she's like, it's all going to be predicated on what your attitude is going into this, not only for you and us, but for everybody else that works at Blue Media, who are you going to be? What type of person are you going to be in this, uh, this new world? Uh, and that really kind of snapped me back into attention. And then we were talking because she's, she works for, um, you know, a, a medical spa, a med spa. They do, you know, Botox and, and, you know, other things. And, and one of the ladies that works there is also a, a, an ER nurse. And she was going to work full time in, in, uh, one of the hospitals and she was talking to her friend and she's like, the hospitals having us, the nurses, make their own masks at home to bring them in because there aren't any. And then that's when she and I started talking. And then we're like, hey, Blue Media should make masks. And then I started talking to the other people at Blue Media. And it just kind of evolved like that um, into us kind of getting into this COVID-19 response items. And wow. you know, she was just a big part of me um, having a real positive attitude. Because I, I sometimes I have a tendency to kind of get to go quickly to the negative attitude on things. No. Uh, and come on. he's just been that great balance <laughs> for me during this the whole quarantine of having an amazing attitude. She 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 decided early on that she wasn't gonna let this thing um you know be a negative influence in her life. That's that's incredible. So I, it goes to the old adage that uh, for every great man there is a behind the scenes woman who actually is just as great, if not greater. Correct. Well, I, I have met Lida. She's, uh, she's definitely a force to be reckoned with. Uh, she's got an amazing spirit, awesome mother, great wife, obviously. And pff, let's figure it out. It's, she's an amazing partner for RJ and Blue Media. RJ, you know, you, you have all this stuff going on and everything's like spinning out of control and you've told us why. Do you really think that this is going to help people? I do. You want to come say hi real fast? I'm on Chris Baloma's podcast. Oh my God. Sure. Just bring everybody in. Come on. We had Tug. Now we're going to have the. Well, I was t- well, one of the questions is who's one of the most influential people's in, people oh. in your life? And I said that you were. Because oh. <laughs> oh we were talking God. about, we were talking about the mass and how it all evolved. And wow. Yeah. Came. So uh, for all your listeners out there inside the viewership now is the lovely Lida or bringing everyone into full effect about actually what's important in this world. And we thank Lida for joining the show. How are you today, Lida? Good. Thank you. How are okay. you? We're doing really good. We're, uh, we're talking to people who make a difference in this world on our podcast that uh, connections with purpose. And now we've definitely found out what RJ's purpose is. And it's obviously uh, an amazing woman behind the scenes. So we appreciate you putting the, the thought and the process and the love and the care into the man that you see in front of you today, Mr. RJ. Orr. Thank Aww. you. Aww. Love you. Love you. Oh, that's so. Sweet. Emma was on the podcast. Yeah. They came by. <laughs> This is just a live, just a broadcast. It's just doing a live broadcast. Yeah, because broadcast. they went to Harlan's to pick up a lawnmower because Tug fired his lawn, <laughs> lawn guys, and then they came by. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on. All right. So in keeping with the best format here, this is where it gets a little difficult, RJ. I hope you can understand that. What do you think your biggest failure today is that brought you to who you are? It's uh, a great question. I've been thinking about this since I saw it. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's to kind of, there've been definitely a lot of failures for sure. Um, that, uh, yeah, I know a few, but I'll leave my, that, but <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, surely there was some point in your time, some, event in your life that uh, was kind of a, a an aha moment, a God shot, something that you were like, fuck, I better make some changes because it's going downhill fast. Something besides, well, yeah. I mean, besides you meeting Lida, of course, you know, yeah, yeah, that definitely changed things around. I mean, you know, you and I both being um, sober members, I mean, obviously that, you know, probably my biggest, you know, turnaround for me was, you know, at age 23 and, and, uh, kind of being in the throes of it and understanding and realizing that, you know, there was no way to kind of, I wasn't able to kind of live my life like that anymore. And, and, uh, you know, that kind of window of opportunity had opened up and, and I was able to make a call and walk into my first meeting about Alcoholics Anonymous in 97. Um, and by the grace of God, been able to stay sober since then. So, uh, you know, it's probably, you know, I definitely for certain wouldn't be sitting in this position for sure. I wouldn't be sitting in this position right now um, at all. So, I mean, that's, it, it's interesting to kind of call it a failure. I don't really look at it as much as, as a failure um, because it was, that's really something that, that I didn't really have any control over in the respect that, um, you know, being an alcoholic and uh, being so, you know, having, being in a situation where I'm powerless over drugs and alcohol didn't really have, isn't something that I can control. So, um, but kind of getting through that and being at that point, um, and being able to kind of walk into that first meeting, uh, did give me that moment of clarity. Um, uh, do you think, do you think that RJ, um, your, path along sobriety brought you to who you are today in the sense that you have this ability to think of others? Uh, yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, because, you know, they're, you know, just the whole concept of thinking of others and, and being able to be there for other people is what the program is based on. I mean, that, you know, that's the only reason it really works. Um, you know, there are people there for me when I walked in and, and, uh, I always want to be there for somebody else when they're in need. Uh, but that even take that outside the rooms of, of Alcoholics Anonymous, you can bring that into everyday life. You can, re you just recognize it because you're around it so much. Nice. Best compliment ever received. Um, As much as it's really not you know, a direct compliment, but I think from a professional perspective, um, the best compliment that, that I've ever received just has come from the continued trust and support of the NFL in allowing me and Blue Media to be the face of their largest event. Um, you know, we really were the you know rookies when we first came into this and and just their their continued trust is 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 a huge compliment to who we are and what we do so 
it's not something that I can I put in quotation marks, but it's definitely something that, that you feel um, as far as being able to continue to do that event every year. That's very nice. That's very nice. So we already talked about the people mostly influencing you. Right. Any heroes to speak of? Um, you know, I mean, a lot of, it's, it's definitely interesting how, you know, things have evolved when you kind of take a look at heroes and, and think about it because, you know, the canned answer is, oh, this celebrity might be my hero or this business person may be my hero. Um, whether it be, you know, Warren Buffett and his investment prowess or Steve Jobs or Gary Vaynerchuk, et cetera. But I don't know those people. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I've gotten, I've had the ability to meet Gary Vaynerchuk a couple of times and he's an awesome guy and cool to talk to, but you know, we've hung out for, you know, a minute, two, three minutes. It's not a, you know, uh, a lot of my heroes these days just come from people that are, are in my world. Right. Um, people that I work with, um, you know, my wife, uh, you know, people like that, that really, you know, on a daily basis, you're seeing their influence and how they work in, cause you can see over that period of time that you're with them, how consistent they are with things. So, um, a lot of my heroes these days are, are people that I, that I work with and are in my world, you know, because I can, I can see, you see what's true. You know, a celebrity or a business person, like you just never know. You know what I'm saying? You see what that you sure. see what they want sure. you to see. You know. Sure. So, along those lines, I mean, you're one of my heroes. You know, I mean, it, to be honest with you, I mean, what? You know, you're one of my heroes. I mean, uh, you, I mean, you've got you know, what's going on with Sebastian and and the way that you are with him and your consistency with the way that you are with him is it's heroic, you know, I mean, it, you know, you're, you don't have to be out there, you know, saving a million lives. You're saving one. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that that's a heroic act in the way that you do those things. And that's what I'm talking about with how I think people should think about their heroes. It shouldn't, it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It can be just people in your sphere. Uh, and you can emulate a lot of that, you know, the, the, the patience that you have, I mean, I, I know it's tough and I know it's not perfect all the time, but the consistent patience that I see that you have with him is uh, it's inspiring. Well, I mean, I'm just doing what any normal father would do, but a lot of people say, no, you're doing more and I appreciate you. I mean, that's, um, that's why the next question is really important. When people ask you, what are you doing to give back? And I think I've put you in a really great position as one of my board members for project Sebastian. And I'd like to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we're all busy. We all got a million things going on and it, it, you know, it doesn't, here's the thing at the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, if you're in a position to give back that you have to give up hours a week of your time. I mean, you know, as I as I look at my involvement in project Sebastian and helping you out that it doesn't have to always be where you need to be on the phone with me 40 hours a week that, literally it can be five minutes at a time because sometimes you can call me and just need somebody to, to kick your ass a little bit or to get I, you off yeah. the pity pot or yeah. to yeah. have you look at something a little bit different or go, have you done this? And it doesn't have to be huge. And I think that's where, you know, anybody has the ability to kind of give back. You definitely got to get out of yourself. If you're in the throes of something and you're just in a huge selfish state, it's tough. But 
you know, you don't have to, you don't have to give of yourself your whole life to something. You can really help somebody by giving them 10 minutes of your time. That's very true. I mean, I do enjoy our conversations and uh, getting you on the phone is tricky. And I do know that when I do have you on the phone, it is very powerful. Um, you know, you being part of my board has tremendously helped me understand a lot of different things, not just what Blue Media uh, gives Project Sebastian in advance and stuff like that, but an actual different mindset. And I would imagine that, um, you know, you're not only in that position of helping children of special needs, but you actually know my son. You've actually let him stay at your house. And uh, I just wanted to tell you in, in front of all, you know, of America and worldwide that we truly are grateful to have your family in our corner fighting bad disease. And uh, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to spotlight you because there's more to just RJR and blue media. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough one. I mean, you, you know, there's so many, so many illnesses that, that are come to light now. Right. So, I mean, one of the good things about uh, modern technology is that we're able to, share our message with the world. But then, you know, the other side of that coin is now everybody's been also able to share their story with the rest of the world. So it's tough to fight through a lot of the, the clutter that even is in spotlighting um, rare diseases like Batten's disease. I mean, it, you know, great that you have the ability to get the word out, but then so does everybody else. So how do you navigate those waters? Uh, and and stand out from the crowd. It's tough. It's, it's real. Tough, it's, right? it's it's one of the toughest spaces I've ever been in. I have left Fortune 500 companies and six-figure jobs where I thought I was eh, okay in making money. This, however, uh, pays dividends um, in the karma bank, but I can also reach out to other ailments and other uh, diseases and share my um, my experience, strength, and hope with others and and, and Honestly, RJ, you're part of the process. So we're almost out of time. I do appreciate you bringing on the entire RJ or family. We've had a couple of actual other guests that have just popped in from the brother to the wife to the kid. And we just, uh, oh, another guest. Hey, oh, oh, hey, who's that? That's Kennedy. Hey, Kennedy. hey Kennedy. How are you? We're bringing everybody on. The only one that's not on is Parker because I don't even think he's up yet. Oh, well, Kennedy, nice to see you. Uh, thanks for <laughs> briefly coming on. RJ, um, can you tell everyone out there where we can find Blue Media on social media? Do you have a web address, anything like that, that we can get in touch with RJ? Yeah, so Blue Media is bluemedia.com, B-L-U-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. And uh, my probably... It's the one I have the most followers on. It's probably Instagram. I'm rj.or35 uh, is my handle on the gram. Uh, but, the gram. Uh, yeah. What's up with that yeah. handle, dude? What's up the 35? What does that mean? That was my number in high school, my football number in high school. So that's ah, uh, you must have been, around. You must have been the water boy. You're kind of small. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, water boy. That's right. Well, RJ, I appreciate you coming on the uh, Connections with Purpose. Definitely, we know what your purpose is after this hour. Uh, we do appreciate your efforts in helping the COVID response teams uh, for the secondary users. If, um, if people want to reach out to RJ for that, just reach out to him the, the email off of the website, I would imagine, and he could probably put you in touch with people uh, 
in your needs, yeah. if not uh, going forward, he may be able to help you. But uh, that's all the time we have today, RJ. You've been an amazing guest and a great friend, and we do appreciate you and your family helping us move forward in the next uh, uncertain time. So we appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, V. All right, that's it. Another amazing interview on the Connection with Purpose podcast sponsored by CSG Inc., the only consulting firm that you'll need going forward. And I just wanted to say, please, everyone, stay safe out there and enjoy your Easter weekend. Thank you for listening to the Connections with Purpose podcast, where we listen to the stories of people just like you who have found purpose through connection. If you or anyone you know wants to be a guest on our podcast, please send us a message at ChristopherVolona.com, or you can reach us directly at 818-724-5987 to be booked on our podcast. Once again, that's 818-724-5987. Tune in next time to another great episode on the Connections with Purpose podcast.